Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited that you're tuning in. Um, I'm your host, Yvette, and this is God, Girl, and a Mic. Today we have a co-host, so stay tuned. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of God, Girl, and a Mic podcast. I am your host, as always, Yvette. And today, I have another special guest with me. I'm so excited. We have been talking about this back and forth for a while. But um, Sandra is on today. And Sandra, just really quick before you introduce yourself, Sandra and I went to high school together, okay? We went to high school together, but the crazy thing was, like, we didn't really connect until after high school. And Sandra, I never said this to you, but I felt like you were like, after we connected, like through Instagram or whatever, I felt like you were one of those people that I was like, dang, I missed out on being friends with her Yo, in high school. That's exactly how I felt about you. You know what's <laughs> crazy is I was hella intimidated by a lot of people in high school. Um, and I think it had really? to do with, yeah, it had to do with the fact that like, I've come from Kenya and it was like, you know, four years in, and I, and I had my niche, but like I really, I, I, you know, this is a whole other conversation. But I was extremely, especially intimidated by black girls, so I did not have a lot of black girl friends. And so you're among those people mm. who wouldn't be connected. And I was like, I was like intimidated. And then I got to know you. I was like, this person is so sweet. What the hell was I doing in high school? Like, oh, so yeah. Yo, no, like you're definitely one of those people that I like kicked myself. I was like, because after we like had conversations, I was like, yo, like we are like, I think she understands who I am like <laughs> as a person. But it's so interesting because I think there's a lot of people that would actually say that Which you. Yeah, this is a different conversation. Yeah, but I just want to make that comment real quick that it's like, I think a lot of black girls are like intimidated by each other, like by each other. Yeah. yeah never say anything. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's definitely another conversation for another day. But today, Sandra and I are here to discuss some of her story um, in her dating life and her past dating experiences. Um, before we start, did you want to introduce yourself, Sandra? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my name is Sandra Waidaka. I am originally, originally, I'm born in Kenya, born and raised. I moved to the states in 2009 and i've lived here now for 10 years um a little bit about me i have an instagram and i chat a lot on my instagram the name not yes. to you know drop the plug or whatever is sandy styles and i also write poetry so yeah that's that's me Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and Sandra, you have one of the most like beautiful, first of all, speaking voices oh, and like accents. Like it's a very subtle accent, but I love it so much. Like it comes out a little Stop. bit when you speak. It's so gorgeous. Thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, so jealous. I'm like, dang, like, why can't I sound yeah. like that? Anyway. Yo, I be thinking I be sounding like a man sometimes, but I'm glad that you no. might be right. That's good. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get into this story yeah. Sandra I'm gonna let you take it away from here yeah, um so this story is definitely like I think in the in the line of like romantic stories or like relationship stories it's very it's very not normal I think although you know what mm. in today's day and age it could be very normal but when it started it wasn't so to just give a bit of background because I moved from Kenya and I was 14 years old I left a lot of, you know, LOL, I like to say broken hearts back home, you know, I, I had a lot of <laughs> unfinished relationships back home. 
Um, and this is a relationship that I reconnected with when I went back in maybe, was it 2016, 2017? Sometime when I went back, I reconnected with this person. And um, we had always had a very, our families, our friends. And so our mothers went to school together. Like we had a very uh, childhood relationship. I used to bully this person when they were a kid. <laughs> oh. So we had a very like interesting relationship and we reconnected and, and you know, flames came out of it. And, and, and I was there for the summer and I was on my, on my enjoying myself behavior, which means he was, he was one among many of the people that I was seeing that summer. <laughs> <laughs> but him and I had a very deep connection and, and, but of course, you know, I, w- I was young. And I knew that I was coming right. back here and he lived in Kenya and it just, it never made sense to me. So we had a, we had a, a let's say a friendship, but like kindled in romance, romantic feelings. And as I grew like three years into kind of like this thing we were doing where like, you know, I was aware of my really strong, deep feelings for him and he was aware of his and we'd said the I love you's and like, it, it was deep. And I'd gone back home, like, you know, another time to see this person and we'd spent a vacation together and um it wasn't until recently that i went to visit them where they went to school i'm not going to mention the country because then you know i'll just say they went to school abroad and i went to visit them um and it was like i think this was 2018 is when i like i spent money on a ticket i saved up i went all the way to where they were we spent like a whole week together um and it was great and this was someone who was a a complicated part of my life because no one else in my relationship life could compare because even though me and this person had strong feelings for each other we um you know by the time i'd gone to visit them in 2018 and 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 this fruition had come through i'd I'd, I'd done it i'd made like my dream come through i'd saved up money i'd gone halfway across the world yo i paid for hotels i i put money in like this was a college student and like i'd finished working and so he was a bit younger that's a disclaimer but like anyway, i finished working and like um you know i i saved up money and, and i went and i spent it and we had such a good time and then come october you know um he decided to end things and that wasn't the first time we had ended things i think it was like a year before then that i had decided that this 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 relationship we had did not make sense like i kept on looking mm-hmm. at his future and i was like I don't want you waiting for me if there's a chance that we're never going to happen. So I had broke it off, even for myself. I was like, I need to, I need to live in America. It, it was part of my immigrant story because I was, I was holding on to him as a big piece of home, right? So uh, yeah. By the time we got to this October and I, and I, and we got back together again and I'd gone halfway across the world and then he ended things. I, I agreed with his analysis, but it was kind of like so frustrating because I had already ended things the last year and then he came looking for me again. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, what are you doing? It's like this back and forth yo-yo. But honestly, it was, when I look back at it, one of the deepest things I can say about that relationship in which that person would probably not agree is I don't think that they ever loved me as much as I loved them. And it became clear to me after... I was sitting eight months analyzing everything that had happened in three years. Wow. Um, so you feel like the love, like you felt like you loved him, but he didn't yeah. love you. 
or it, like it just like the it, level it was it wasn't, wasn't the same. same it was halfway measures you know like so i talk about that as being one of the things i learned it was it was those i was willing to cross the ocean for you and i understood like mm. he had certain barriers of course that he couldn't do what i could do mm-hmm. but there were so many other ways to put in effort that never came out right um when i look back at that whole situation i'm literally like the version of myself that i was 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 clinging to something that was just faulty from the beginning that was built on words that were not real right um mm. and and that's not to say that i'm sure that he didn't feel strongly and and everything but yo if I, when i tell you this guy was was a master with words the poetry that i have the letters that i have the the, the emotion that i got from this person and 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 one of my love languages is 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 affirmations you know words of affirmations mm-hmm. i started to really just doubt people's use of words you know i just started to really doubt people's intentions because it never followed with action wow. so yeah wow that's well first of all thank you for sharing your story i feel like a lot of people are not as open you know to like sharing their experiences i think it's interesting like what you shared because I think this is like a very I wouldn't say it's like super common but this is I feel like this is something that like a lot of people have like been through you know where it's like they're feeling as if they um love someone um or are willing like you said like willing to go that extra mile and like the other person is not like willing yeah. at all or like to yeah. reciprocate and it's just like um so all those like those promises yeah. all those those letters you wrote me like you said like that was just empty you know? words like i don't understand what's going on here honestly like i sat down and i really evaluated that relationship and and i think maybe maybe it's not wrong to say like i i don't want to you know put their emotions out there but i think like the biggest thing i got out of it is i didn't receive love the way i wanted to receive love right I I I think a lot about my dynamic in that relationship and I really like one of the other things that I learned is like putting like suffocating myself has never ever helped me right and I'll explain that a bit more in the sense that I try not to not to act like you know the physical relationships didn't bother me I tried to act like I was above board I tried to act like the cool girl like the like the laid back like you right. know what I mean like like pretending that that wasn't chipping away at some point at my emotional investment into this person knowing full well that we both agreed on the rules and I, I could not be acting more double standardy you know but I couldn't even mm. like have the conversations with that person I couldn't even like call them up when I was like crying or freaking out over some party post they put up and being like I would make jokes out of everything and and it made me realize that this person never ever wanted to push the envelope to ask me whether I really was okay, you know? So wow. Yeah, so so those jokes like when you say you made jokes about stuff like that was like a yeah, defense mechanism. I realized that about thing. myself. It's one of those things I was like I'd make jokes I was like, "Oh, so did you have a good time? Was she good in bed?" Like I would make all sorts of jokes that probably yeah. not have happened. <laughs> But that was how I was coping, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have a um a question for you. You mentioned something about um how like love love wasn't yeah. reciprocated. Um like 
and, or wasn't shown, I guess, how you wanted it to be shown. I guess my question to you would be um, in that process is like, what is your definition of love? And then um, what do you feel like was being shown to you if it wasn't love by him, if that makes I sense? Think, um, I think right now that's a difficult question for me to ask, to answer. Only okay. not, not like in a bad way, but because I, I, I've been reading um, this book um, and I actually have it in my book and, and by Bell Hooks, you know, and it's about love. And it's, and it's a well-known book. And I've really been reading the definition and, and how human nature, we don't have one single definition and it changes for everyone, right? And, and I think mm. that's the problem is that we don't have one simple standard that we can be like, that was love, that was not love. And that's why kind of like you have situations where you can clearly see that someone's being manipulated, but they're saying, no, 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 this is because they love me, right? Um, mm. So I think for me, it's hard for me to define love at the moment. But if I think back on why I think that wasn't what I what I thought was love and and it definitely was this ring of not wanting to disappoint me holding on to false hope I think that's what he was thinking I needed you know and it goes back to my point about like true honesty is that if you saw that this was going nowhere in the end instead of holding on it would have been much better to just make me sad from the beginning you know mm. but people do this a lot even now in dating you know this thing where they say yeah yeah no i can i can handle the truth and but the moment they have to give it to you and and make you sad or disappointed they they choose not to or they choose to rephrase or they choose to you know yeah and, and i think it says a lot about human nature in the fact that we feelings are important but when you focus on on kind of like the honesty that you're trying to portray, the, the message versus how you make someone feel, you're in a bit more of a better position if that person says they respect mm. honesty. Um, so like for me, for example, there's been lots of people who have been like, yeah, you know what, like be honest with me, Sandra, like this is how, you know, and, and especially guys. And I'll be like, yeah, I had a great time and you're a great guy, but I'm not feeling this. And then I'll be hit back with the, oh, so you were just playing around, nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, bro, I did exactly what you asked. <laughs> you asked me to be like, honest. I'm just exactly telling you how I'm feeling. Because they're so focused on like the rejection aspect. They're not, they're not, you know, realizing that I gave them exactly what they asked for, you know? And it's human. Yeah. And I think the other part like, of that, I'm sorry. I think the other part of that is like people are, no matter how people say like how much people say like i'm ready i'm ready give it to me give it to me they're not ready, they're not ready. people are not they don't i don't think people really or us uh, humans in general we don't really like um consider the weight of how much a truth <laughs> is going to hold so when we're i feel like in our brains like we're imagining a truth to yep. be like this like to 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 not surpass this level of pain right but when somebody else is giving us like no like the whole truth and okay like you you said don't hold back now it's just like dang like yeah. that actually hurt and then i feel like it's like this defense mechanism where we get mad or you know we try to get back at them yeah. with something else like, um just because it's like no 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 and it's no like, go ahead no one is saying that people are not entitled to those feelings for sure you know i'm alive right it rejection sucks bro across the board no one likes that feeling everyone gets hurt but exactly the biggest thing and i think the biggest step that a lot of people don't take is is sit with that rejection feel it get annoyed mm -hmm, and then perhaps mm -hmm. take a step outside and be like but you know what they told me how it is so let's just move you know 
people don't do yeah. that extra step like it is hard to hear the truth even i have difficulty hearing the truth there's there's been a friend who i recently like really like, i wouldn't say did it wrong but like i i definitely crossed boundaries and and you know she sent me this text message and i remember feeling some sort of way when i got this text message because i was like girl what what you trying to say you know but then like when i right. with it, i was like you know what sandra actually you have a tendency to cross boundaries perhaps you should shut your mouth i was like you know yeah yeah you're right you're right but like the first moment my first reaction was like to be like let me point out how you're feeling insecure let me point out where you're coming from like i was about to go at her without realizing that she's just right. giving me what i've always asked for in our friendships which is to hold me accountable to my actions that is so good and i feel like i feel like what you did in that even though maybe it wasn't perfect like at the beginning i think like you coming to that conclusion is like number one like she's being the friend who i've asked her to be he's like she's being honest and she's telling me you know what i want to hear but also i like what you did with yeah. like the self check you know like you were just like whoa like let me slow down a minute because you know even though this is rejection and rejection hurts there might be some truth to this I that know. i need to like face and actually realize so i appreciate that because yeah. not a lot of people do that like a lot of people are so quick to just yeah like as soon as you tell them the truth it's like i blacked out and then all of a sudden you know i was cursing you out and all this stuff but it's like what you right. asked me to <laughs> like to tell you so i mean you know no i think that is like a sign of just health like yeah. emotional health <laughs> emotional health and just being like aware of yeah. who you are as a person it took that's me super a long important time. and in particular with this relationship i definitely like this with this with this guy i was you know i'm you know you know when people say they want space for um what's that what's that word called closure right and and i had to learn with yeah. this person because they have the right to not give me access to the kind of closure i'm used to and i really had to wrap mm. my head around that because like my type of closure is like talking to you and asking you questions like my type of closure is like finding out right so when you said this here and and maybe that's unhealthy you know maybe that's something i need to check but like they 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 decided um uh, that we couldn't be friends and i have this thing where i i like to be friends with people who have had past intimate relationships with because my old boss mm -hmm. used to say he never burned any bridges and you know depending on who you are that can be unhealthy or healthy but for me if we end on an amicable understandable note i'm like what is the harm in being friends but i i had to realize mm -hmm. that there was harm in being friends because every time like we would have talked i probably would have had questions about our past that were not relevant to our friendship now like we and and we never had mm. friendship we'd have had to build that muscle but i would have been holding on you know so i think one of the biggest right. like when, when i think about the things that i learned across the board like it's definitely like that one like friendship is not always like closure is not always it's not always what you want and what you're going to get and sometimes you just got to sit with them mm. you know sometimes you're just not going to have access right. to that person and that's their choice as well you know so we were talking about closure and i like what you said um just about the like your sentiments about closure i like the fact that 
you said that not you're not always going to get it like how you want and i think that's interesting because um i think when we think about closure it's always like you know you like you see in the movies like someone like they show up at your door and it's raining it's like <laughs> why did you break my heart but it's like you're yeah. not always going to get that like sometimes you're going to have to be the one to like sift through the the hot mess that's on your plate afterwards and yeah. that other person yep. is gone you know and i think that's one of the hardest things to learn is because like i don't know i have i have this beef with like romantic Girl, comedies or like romance movies or whatever because it's just like you guys do not portray relationships that's the way old. they really happen because here i am at like 12 years old thinking that like okay well you know like when i break up with my first boyfriend he's going to like come to me or i'm going to be able to ring his doorbell and ask him like why he broke my heart no no absolutely not i had to sit there and figure it out by myself like with a pint i didn't even get to talk to him and I think that's, you know yeah like no and i think that's interesting it's it's just a testament like hearing your story is just a testament to this like it's very true very real that like exactly what you said closure looks different for everybody and just because you like um or prefer having closure a certain way does not mean you're going to get it that certain way yep. in every relationship. Said, you know, sometimes people just cut you off and they say nah and and you're just going to have to live with it. I had such difficulty with mm-hmm. that because I am a people person and I'm definitely different than I was in high school, but I hated like burning relationships. But nowadays, you'll see me being like mm-hmm. oh, you cut, like you know like that tit for tat. There are people who like I have cut off out of the health of my of my sanctity or people who cut me off and I'm like you know yeah. what I get it I probably was not healthy for you either we is I think the problem with romantic comedies and just like the movie <laughs> industry in general is that it always makes the protagonist seem like like someone who is well deserving of, of being in that other person's life and it's like yeah it's, that's good like sometimes you don't deserve to be in that person's life that's just the truth that that's just it Right. It's like everybody always wants to talk about like the red flags that they see in another person. Yo, But it's like what about the red flags that you have? Cuz if the other person is looking at you, you yep. might have some red flags, sis. Yeah. Or bro, yeah, no, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy that that like and and this brings me to kind of like the other thing that I I really don't like about like romance movies and just like like okay, so I'll ask you a question, Evet, because this is a question I've been grappling with in the last year maybe because I've been like single and I've okay. been on and off dating. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> But also, you know what I mean? Nah, girl, I But hear also, you. I've been really thinking like is life worth living without love? And like when I say love, I mean romantic love because that's what society portrays it as, you know? And I'm here mm-hmm. thinking there are people who've lived their lives without that aspect there are people who've survived and thrived perhaps they've been in love they've fallen in love and those are some of the greatest moments of their life but definitely not the peak there's so much more and 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 mm-hmm. i've just i hate some not hate wrong word i dislike that like romantic <laughs> movies and the movies and that just make it seem like you cannot be happy without a partner and i'm like bro Mm. That's not true though. Yeah, I I definitely have to agree with that. I will say um I think there is just this like fascination in our in our world with like just like romance and you know all mm-hmm, that lovey-dovey mm-hmm. stuff, which is cool, which is cool, but 
what I come to realize is like dealing with another person is hard hard work and it's not just like the part that they don't show you at the end of those like fairy tales or the the movies those romantic movies is that like those people are gonna go and live their lives and they're gonna get into arguments they're going to disagree about a lot of things they're gonna have to learn each other and those things are gonna be hard the things that like they never thought anybody else was going to see about their lives are going to be exposed like and that's hard work like it's just imagine like i always think about it like if (laughs) i get tired of myself days i'm just like i'm so over you that like actually i know i can be over somebody else and so i don't know no that's some of my beef that's real talk to answer your question yeah man it's it's like i think like it's it's just one of those things about where like you you literally hit the nail on the head when you said you get tired of yourself and all of a sudden you have to live with this whole other person and pretend that you don't get tired of them you know what i mean that's that's a joke or like right just talking about i I love this post that i saw a long time ago on social media where this guy was talking about his wife and they'd been married for forever and and they asked him someone asked him how how have you been married to your wife for so long and he's like i had to learn that she was different people at different stages and i had to learn her all over again and i was like that is how you keep Mm. a relationship evolving is you you continue to learn that as you learn and progress so does the person next to you you know so it's it's never gonna exactly. look the same as how it started and and that's just like romance movies make it seem like the steam will stay all throughout bro if they are not lols you are not in a true relationship i like exactly man and i think i think they don't do that because it's like obviously like that stuff doesn't sell i guess as well as mm-hmm. like oh i'm mm-hmm. so in love with you and blah 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 but it's just like you're not showing people a reality of what a romantic relationship is and i think that's how a lot of people get themselves into messes and they're just like um what the heck like this is not a, this is not it. what this is not what yep. i saw on when harry met sally or yeah, any of those yeah, other yeah. movies no, you know what i'm that, saying that brings me to the point of like unspoken expectations like expectations that are spoken are one thing but i, I don't even like expectations in general like my low-key my hinge dating profile mm. says do not make any ex- like don't expect anything ask me questions point blank period like to me huh. expectations bring about disappointments because it's like people have an idea of you in their head when they first meet you right and they first start talking to you and then mm. you first start dating and 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 you've this idea of you has either been like matched or non-matched based on your conversation right and then I think like and maybe this is why I'm I'm so relationship averse but that's like my own issue lol but like you know it's it's one of those things where it's like <laughs> the unspoken expectations for me are what kill it because the honesty factor is people like by the time you're dating someone you reach a point where you're like you're like yeah we're honest with each other but when you really sit and think about it are you though like are you really really honest and like if you're right. not really honest what are you expecting them to do for you that you have not said you know and i think um Mm. obviously i can only speak to being woman because i am woman i think as a woman i see this a lot we do this a lot you know we have that like my man should have known like Mm. he should definitely like be able to peep my moods and i'm like yo (laughs) (laughs) unless he's a mood reader i'm confused did you say like 
you know so like when when, when exactly when my girls come up and they're like asking for advice and, and i'm like i literally ask them i'm like did you explicitly say that's what you wanted did you explicitly note that's how you felt about this situation because if mm-hmm. we don't communicate explicitly then those unspoken expectations end up in serious silly fights and you're just there like all right cool cool yeah yeah that's so good and i think my thought is um i don't know how i feel about the word expectations Mm -hmm. at all but i will say i think there is i think there's Mm -hmm. expectations are necessary um in in some aspects but i think what a lot of people do is bring their Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. assumptions of how they're of how they see like a person um they bring their assumptions into an area of when it's like you're first getting to know someone they bring their assumptions in and it's just like um you don't even know me yet so like i think it's super important for people to like put down like what they're assuming about a person when they first go into a meeting and it's just like just get to learn this person get to know who this person is you know and then what i i like what you said about like you know verbally speaking like our expectations or like what we're actually thinking communicating like it's like something that is so basic but that human beings do not do with each other and we we don't do it well and i think um that one of the biggest things is like we have to learn how to communicate with others but in order to communicate with others we have to know ourselves first and we have to know what our um i like to say like boundaries are or you could say like expectations or what we are like you know like expecting people to to do or to not do how far we will go or will not you know what's okay and what's not and i think like a lot of that it goes unsaid because we are not even confident within ourselves of what those things are i like what you said about expectations and boundaries because i think i think in this in this sense the words can be interchangeable and not saying that obviously like when you go into the dating you don't have like things that you want out of you know that's that's not the expectations i'm kind of talking about i think i am explicitly talking about like those things that you know that you're like hoping for or your boundaries that you know that person shouldn't cross but you haven't named you know and i completely agree i Mm, think mm -hmm. i think human beings yeah are really bad at communicating which is why ghosting is so popular obviously that's that's a debatable topic because like i've said i'm one of those people who I'm, i'm i don't like ghosting right I think there's definitely situations where you should and there's definitely situations where you should um, right. I think if someone is not getting the message 100% goodbye you're wasting it like you said no once why why are we wasting time you know but if it's a situation where mm. you could have just clearly communicated hey I'm not interested in you thanks for your time and you didn't and you just chose to I, I'm, I'm of the opinion that I hate being ghosted I would prefer someone just tell me like hey you're a great person and this conversation's been great but I'm not feeling this. I I prefer that versus the the vanish and like right. later you're like oh okay so I I guess they weren't interested. Yeah, I think that brings so much clarity to a situation, and I think it's important that even though like it might not change how you feel in that I don't know maybe for some people it's just like okay cool but I know like for for other yeah. people it might just be like ouch that hurt yep. but you have clarity there so now it's not like ouch that hurt and I'm confused it's exactly. like ouch and that so hurt okay let me go if they tried to come more. back you'd be looking at them no. like what, what you said you said what, what you mean you cut? like you know what I mean because they are those people who right. in and out of your life and you're like bro like I'm not an open revolving door like be clear with your communication you know 
So <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely good, and I feel like that also takes some like amount of self love because there are some people who yeah. are just like you know I'm not at that point. Just like you want me, and I have low self esteem, and and that's you, not even like you know it's truth yeah that's not a judgment it's just like just like speaking from a place of like being in that spot it was like okay well like you know this person likes me or they say they love me so you know i don't want to be alone so let me you know because that was definitely me with this three-year thing i mean i let them in after i had decided that you know for the betterment of our futures there was no point then they came back and i was like okay cool cool cool. you're back you're back welcome welcome back to your home <laughs> like you know yeah so um. <laughs> no yeah i i definitely i definitely feel that and i think it's like an important thing that we always skip over and that we miss because that's hard work if you think about it like mm. no one wants to have to do that like like honestly you know um i wanted to talk a little bit about i like some of these um when we were like talking earlier i like mm-hmm. some of the points that you were we're pointing out i wanted to talk about um i i see some of them kind of allude to like being your authentic self (laughs) and sandra i'm so about that like i don't i want to i want to talk about like i guess yeah i'll just put the label authenticity on there um how did what did you learn i guess about being like authentic through like authentically sandra i think like like i said i really tried to be the cool chick you know i kind of tried to keep my feelings very mm-hmm. level-headed and if you knew anything about me in high school level-headed was not the word you would associate with me you know what i mean like i'm, I'm a very <laughs> individual and it's, it's not a bad or a good thing it's just it's in it, sometimes it's gotten me in in situations where i didn't need to react a certain way but um in this particular situation right. i really realized that this person you, you made me feel really like emotional and eggshelly and like I was I was walking on eggshells the the conversations were about him how school was going how stressed he was how his family was doing Mm. and he'd ask me how I was doing but because I I really was in a I would call myself um a nurturing state perhaps my fault perhaps because I was in a nurturing state I didn't really divulge what I was dealing with I really didn't open up about myself i really didn't know mm. about my depression about how living in america was really just you know i didn't i didn't talk about any of that in in, in the history of our three years like wow. and i didn't talk about how much you know this this whole situation really impacted me because i was making most of the decisions and he was just letting me that wow yeah. so it yeah. sounds like it was like one-sided and it's like like you said earlier like you were like and, trying yeah, to give and out so and not getting back anything quickly and after, after that I kind of learned like I never want to be in that situation again like I am a very relaxed person I I, I wouldn't even call myself quote-unquote jealous I am very understanding I'm very like this is what it is and like this is how it happened kind of like I'm 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 very forgiving but also I also needed to acknowledge that I needed to give my emotions the space that they needed they were not given that space with this person. Like I did not hold a candle to my emotions. I did not mm-hmm. I did not love myself enough. I, I put this person above everything. And by the end of the three years, I literally was looking back and be like, that version of Sandra, bruh, like what? You know, so I, I learned authentically that in the future, I definitely want someone who's willing to cross oceans for me. Like 
best believe if you're halfway across the world and you want to mm. date me we better one you better be the first one to make the flight and then i'll make the second because i realize like i can do it for someone i really love i can do it i can i can wait i can be patient right. i can love i am capable of that but i need to know that the person on the other side is not just selling me dreams and half measures yeah mm. that's good um my question i guess to you is I wanted to ask you do you think that um i guess what you give in a relationship should be mm. what you mm. receive that's actually one of my well. other points that i had for myself and, and and I had it in like the communication point like just because you communicate your feelings doesn't mean your partner will right I think that also has to do with expectations mm-hmm. right and um I think yeah it's honestly finding a balance I I I don't think like I'm ever I had a partner here like maybe a year later who I was was dating and he checked all the boxes on paper he was giving me everything that like I thought I needed but for some reason I could not receive mm-hmm. right I could not give all of that to him and and by the end of our relationship I was feeling suffocated because I felt like I was a fake you know one of the things that I realized I hate being in all mm. senses of the word is not true to myself right so I think it's like mm. just because I give doesn't mean I'll receive but I think we also have to discuss what language we're giving and receiving it you know yeah that's you good know? Yeah. That's definitely good. I think I think what comes to mind is like um when you're in like a position sometimes when you when you meet another person even if you're like in a relationship, friendship, whatever, sometimes you're mm-hmm. in the position to give more than to receive. But with that being said, I will say there's I think there's I think there's different ways to give and receive like you said. Um yep. and I think like that needs to be communicated but then also just knowing that like if it's a relationship then obviously, you know, there might be times when this person can't exactly. reciprocate reciprocate the same way that you can um but like just knowing that, you know, they still care about you and they're still willing to um yep. work yep. however however that looks like for them and that that's the that's the communication yeah. part is cuz like you can start at a relationship knowing that you're able to give like 70% of yourself to it right and whatever that looks like right and then by the mid part of the relationship right you are not in a capacity to give as much and so you let your partner know like hey like I'm going through this and this and that and so I'm not able to give you as much as I'd like to give you and and that's just clear communication across the paths you know it's 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 a balance and so it's never going to be perfect right. there's no 100% 100% there's no such thing so it's just it's one of those things where you've just got to learn right where where you work because your partner might be in that moment stronger than you are and is like okay cool I'll take over the other whatever percentage you can and I got us and and then next time it might be your turn you know so it's it's knowing that balance I just I I I yeah. after, like I think the past 2 years I've really just been owning my energy and my space and 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 this is part of like the boundaries and expectations is I used to we get so used to doing things in groups you know like and you know you can call up your girls you know you can do whatever right I I 2 years ago I started telling myself yo I can't call them up not because 
they don't want to be available for me but because i know i'm gonna get a oh i'm busy oh i have something this weekend oh me and this person are going to do this or i'm gonna get all sorts of things and then i'm gonna have to wait to do what i want and i was like nah we're just doing what we want now like mm. yeah that's 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 definitely a a, a big thought a big thought that like people actually don't really like i feel like a lot of people shy away from that it's like they're when i'm enjoying this story. Like it's all good. <laughs> you know what this is good this is good yeah I feel, I feel like when um your friends get into relationships um you know it's like the the expectations yeah or not the expectations but the the dynamic shifts it's and not. it's weird at first because it's not something that's really talked about you know it's not it's no longer like hey you know like do you want to go out with me and and just hang out and like go grab some ice cream or whatever no she's calling up her you boyfriend know, like hey every, hey babe like let's go get some ice cream and you're just like hmm, like yeah, okay kind of that was our thing you, but go off you, you know it's not like in a bad way it's of course you're happy for your friend <laughs> but let's be real you feel like you could yeah. decide like some, you know some cucumber you're just like damn like all right cool yeah and i think i think it's okay i think it's okay like you said like that the dynamic shifts i do think it goes back to communication i think it's important for us to communicate like hey this person is in my life and you know i really care about them and you know i still really care about you but you know our our friendship might shift our friendship might look different but that doesn't mean i don't still care about you you know it just means that i can't be for be there for you in the same exact ways all the time that I was before and that's just like a natural real thing. I it. wish we were more you know? like um just real yes exactly you took the words right out of my mouth I wish we were more real yeah. about that and vocal about that as well um because I think that would definitely help people to understand like where we're at you know instead of trying to guess like maybe like, she's mad at me maybe she doesn't want to talk to me blah 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 you know it's one of those things that like the person in the relationship needs to be real about how much they're gonna fall into this relationship but then they also need to feel I think the other stigma that they've received is like mm-hmm. the single you know the single girls who are like you're all about your man now like you know and, and they're salty right and and so they don't feel comfortable enough to say that. Yes. Been, I'm one of those real people with myself. I used to be, you know. Shoot, girl, me too. I know what you're about like, to say. Yeah, well, Same. Now she's got that time for me. Like she's all, you know. I I have been that person, and I'm like not ashamed because I learned from it. But at the same time, that yeah. was a moment for me where I didn't have the grace to see that my friends' feelings were so deep, and I've been there. I've been that deep, you know. It's just for me, I was lucky enough that my relationships were halfway across exactly. the world, so it's not like they saw me that capacity, you know? So no yeah i think it's definitely that's the other that's the other side it's like hey man like you can't be salty all the time just because your friend found a man you know like it's it's okay (laughs) it's okay i think it is okay though to feel those feelings because i feel like that is a natural response you know but i think there's a way to handle it and i also think um kind of like what what you were saying like um just about spending time Uh, by yourself and like doing things yourself I think that's super important as somebody who is like single I think it's important because it's just like you need to like how we were saying before like you need to know yourself before you even get into a relationship one of those things one of the small things that you can do is just like spend time with yourself hey all your friends are booed up that's okay girl like 
whenever I like even my, my brother is one of my best friends yeah he's like a great relationship and he, once he started getting busy with school and friends because I used to be our thing he couldn't go with me anymore and so I was like okay cool I'll just I'll go by myself like I at the end of the day I wanted to see the movie and if no one's gonna go with me then you know you know what I'm saying yeah but like it's, it's, I'm gonna still it's see so this movie because I don't <laughs> think we talk enough about that dynamic and the funny thing is, is like when you're not the single one you you completely understand how this person gets lost in the other person but then when you're the single one you're looking at them like really you got that lost like what happened <laughs> i i wanted to thank you so much for coming on here today i think that we have all yeah. we have both i think we've both like been able to talk and process but um oh, okay. like you, you shared much. some gems today like i knew you would but you know you you came with the gems and i'm so excited just to like hear this story and i'm it's just like a testament to from everything that you shared today from about like your story in general to like what you've learned it's just like a testament to your growth and how you're like continuing to become like your your most like authentic self and i really appreciate you like i i i don't think all my guests like this but like i really appreciate you for like just speaking your truth and being who you are because and also like learning yourself like taking the time to learn yourself that's like the one thing we talked about what can we you know what advice can we give that's the one thing like take the time to learn yourself like you said take the time to date yourself whatever figure out your your i like to call them like your pluses and minuses it was a lot of fun talking (laughs) to you and i can't wait to connect in the future you know past this whole thing and we can get like a coffee and laugh about how you know, life is right now because dating right now is hilarious. Yes. Okay? But <laughs> but it was such a pleasure. No, oh my god. Really talking about the story with someone who, because my friends have heard it so many times. I just enjoyed talking about it with someone and kind of realizing for me how much I've grown from those moments. So it was really great. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of God, Girl, and a Mic podcast. I am your host, Yvette, as always, guys, and I always enjoy having these conversations. Don't forget to share it with someone because that's how we all grow. You know what I'm saying? Also, don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at God, Girl, and a Mic podcast, or you can follow me on my personal page. My name's Yvette. Also, I want to point out, um, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, make sure to stream all of those episodes too. We have so many and so many more to come. I will see you guys next time. Bye.